Hello everyone and welcome back to another edition of Real Talk with the Hollywood Kid. I am Mike Destacio and you're listening to Real Talk right here on AM 1550 WNTN. And you can also stream us folks at WNTN.com and check us out on TuneIn Radio AM 1550 WNTN. Okay folks, I I can't tell you how honored I am to have this gentleman on my show this month. He's a local guy, he grew up in Somerville, Massachusetts. He's my first Emmy winner to have on my show. He won an Emmy for his role as Al Floss on the short-lived but critically acclaimed series, The Famous Teddy Z. He was also the voice of Roger Myers Jr. on three episodes of The Simpsons. And he's also starred in numerous TV shows and movies. But you will all remember him from probably, in my opinion, the greatest movie of all time, The Godfather. He played the mobbed-up casino owner, Mo Green in The Godfather. Mr. Alex Rocco joins me on Real Talk today. Alex, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for coming on my show today. Oh, Mike, it's a pleasure. Thanks for thinking about me. This is a, oh, yeah. you're, this is a big honor for me. You know, I, I got a lot yeah. of listeners out there, a lot of big Godfather guys out there. And um, what, what city are you broadcasting from? We are in Newton, Newton, Massachusetts. Newton? Yeah. Sure. Upscale, huh? Sure, I know Newton. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I, I want to get into your career a little bit, Alex. Um, yeah. So, you know, you're a Somerville kid. You know, you, you, you go out to L.A. in like 1960, 1961, okay? You move out to L.A. to become right. an actor. And for you, I mean, being a Boston guy myself, going out to L.A., it's like getting dropped off on another planet. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> in 1961, well, that must have been yeah, something. Well, what happened, you know what happened, Mike? I didn't come out here to be an actor. Okay. Uh, I... I, I, I did a little um, booking in my day as a young man around 20 years old. Nice. And, uh, and uh, you know, they gave me a few months in Billerica. And then when I got out, I said, this sucks. I never <laughs> want to be locked up again. Right, right. So I flipped a coin. Heads, California. Tails, Miami. And uh, I, I ended up coming to California, and I, I got lucky. I started working as a bartender to start a first life, you know, right. at the, a place called the Rain Check Room. Rain Check Room, right, I which, heard that. Yeah, it works out that it's an actor's hangout. You know, Vince Vaughn, uh, Man from Uncle, uh, uh, yeah. no, that was Robert Vaughn, Vince Morrow, uh, all those 60s guys, you know. Yeah, Even Rock Hudson used to come in and comb his hair. <laughs> the other way, <laughs> Shelley Winters. Wow. So, little by little, you know, I, I in fact, I even stole my first job, Batman. Uh, uh, the guy from 20th, Mike McLean, used to call this guy Arch Whiting, you know, for a couple of lines, voice of the bottom sea of Batman. Well, he was in the toilet one day, and I knew the drill. I picked up the phone, and I said, He's in Mexico on vacation, but I'm a pretty good actor. You know, wow. well, it's only two lines, under 50 bucks, be there tomorrow. You got it. Wow. So, See, so that's my first job. And then I said, this isn't bad. This is better money than bartending. Yeah, it's easy money. Well, it's not easy money, but, you know, and yeah, that's, yeah. that's something a Bostonian guy would know. Most streetwise guys would jump, jump at the opportunity of just to jump. Somebody exactly. comes in, you know what I mean? That's, that's, from, that's from, you know, your East Coast swag, you know, as they call yeah, it. Yeah, you got it, Mike. <laughs> um, so then from there, that was the first, was that the first season of Batman? 
Uh, I don't know. It was in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, it was a two-parter when Batman meets the Green Hornet. Did they, give you, did they pay a double? <laughs> uh, you know, I think they did, Mike. Beautiful. Uh, and, and, and a thrill I had at my five-year-old son, Mark, um, what's the, Bruce Lee was teaching him, you know, jujitsu oh. and all the martial arts on the set because he was Cato to the Green Hornet. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I so love that the, was a thrill. I love all the old Hollywood stuff. Now, uh, now you're like me, Alex. We have we have that heavy, heavy accent. I, I if I when I go on vacation, usually sometimes when I come out to L.A., you know, everywhere I go, hey, where are you from? New York? Where are you from? Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah I, I get it, that all. The you time. get it all the time. Yeah, you know, I, I don't care as long as it pays. The rent. Yeah, as long as the checks don't bounce, who cares? There you, you know, go. You know, we're not going to be doing Othello in, in the, any westerns in the near yeah. future. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen on my watch. No, it's not going to happen. So now you bump yeah. into another fellow Bostonian, a, a former West Ender, uh, who recently uh, passed away. Oh, Lenny. Yeah, Lenny Nimoy. Yeah, he was my acting coach. Wow. And uh, I got to tell you, he's one of the best teachers. He really, he really got on my case because I only went to acting class, you know, to do love scenes and make up with some right. chicks. That's what I go for, too. Yeah, <laughs> and he saw a germ of an idea in me. So he came down hard on my case, and I started studying with him, and he's a wonderful, wonderful coach, and he will be surely missed. Yeah, he's a big loss. He's a big loss for you know a lot yeah. of Trekkies out there. He had a big following. He, you know, and a lot of people I bump into once in a while, they say, oh, my friend of a friend knew Leonard Nimoy. He was such a super person. You know, and that means a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, exactly. It, it means no, a lot, you know. No, he was a straight-up guy right across the board. Um, so then, then you go, you know, you start doing some roles, and you, you get a little movie. Wait a minute. Let me add a post note. Okay, go ahead. Uh, when, when Lenny got Mr. Spock, he took our acting class out to the set to see that starship, whatever it's called. Yeah, the Enterprise. The uh, Enterprise. The Enterprise. Yeah, and I said, Leonard, really? Who? I had no idea it would take off. Yeah, you you were blown away. I mean, I, you're a guy from Boston. You know what I mean? And you you know yeah. you're involved with these big shots out in Hollywood. It's it's a big deal, you yeah. know. Yeah. And and then you and then you go on to this this, this tiny little film called The Godfather. Eventually, yeah, you go on to the. Was, I mean, that, that, that was wonderful. Uh, you know, I was supposed to be Bugsy Siegel. Right. Uh, Mo Green. What happened was when we went in, the, the Siegel estate or whatever it is wanted $25,000, you know, like the nephew, wow. to use that name. And when the producer already changed it to Mo Green, I said, oh. Okay, I was a little bummed. Everybody wants to play Bugs and Siegel. Right. But I had no idea what Mo Green would do for me. I mean, there's Mo Green Bakeries in Santa Barbara. Right. Off Broadway plays Who Shot Mo Green. Hey, I, I, Billy Crystal I mean, opens yeah. up the, the, the Academy Awards. Wow. I just saw Mo Green outside. So Mo Green turned out much, much better for me. That, that that's amazing. So you get this role. From what I understand, it was like a three days three days worth of work for you, your character. That's all. That's all. Yeah. And it ended up turning into six months. Maybe you could tell my listeners how that turned. I mean, you you gotta you see Marlon Brando used to see him. You gotta kiss him when you when you see him. You know. Yeah, yeah. He well, did. well, I'll tell you what happened. Marlon didn't show up the first day of shooting. Naturally. Uh, who knows? He said. <laughs> He couldn't get a plane out of Carolina. He was visiting his son yeah. or something. 
So they weren't worried about my paycheck. <laughs> so they shot everything with him. And they kept saying to me, uh, Rocco, do you know anybody in New York? I said, not really. <laughs> How about Boston? I said, yeah, my mom. Well, go live with her for a couple of months and come back. Well, my wife and I, Sandy, paid every bill we ever owned. Oh, my. We were on it for so long because they wanted to get rid of Brando. Wow. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, he was always trouble on sets for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, making that kind he of money. was nice to me. You know, he's good to the crew and actors. But once any power comes along, like a producer or studio head, he becomes he becomes another demon. Really? Wow, I love oh, that. yeah. If they I... say, hey, Marlon, you can come in at 11 tomorrow. I say, how about three? <laughs> uh, but but he didn't pull that with uh, with us. On the, it, it was very nice. That that uh, that's a great. We're gonna actually we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, Mr. Rocco. We're gonna take a quick break. Yeah, yeah, great. yeah. We're gonna be right back, folks. We are gonna be right back great. with the with the great Alex Rocco, Mo Green from The Godfather, folks. This is a great show. Please stay, don't go anywhere. We're gonna be right back, folks. This coffee break is being brought to you today by Demet's Donuts. For more than 30 years, Demet's has offered the finest in handcrafted donuts and fresh roasted coffees. Demet's serves up a wide variety of his specialty coffees and is the home of the mouth-watering Extreme Breakfast Sandwich. Demet's Donuts was recently featured in Boston Magazine. And like George likes to say, made in the back and sold in the front. Visit them today at 199 Mystic Avenue, Medford and follow them on Twitter at symbol Demet's Donuts. And don't forget to tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. That's Demet's Donuts in Medford. Small business owners, ADC Accounting wants you to listen up. How much time and money is payroll processing, tax payments, and bookkeeping costing you? Get the time back. Time to perfect your art. Time to give your customers your absolute best. Get back to doing the things that make your business great and let ADC Accounting do the things that make them great. They process payroll, keep up with your tax payments to avoid costly penalties, and provide professional bookkeeping so you will know where your money is going and where it needs to go. You're in business to succeed. They're in business to help you succeed. ADC Accounting. Numbers you can count on. For a free initial consultation, contact ADC Accounting at 508-419-1116 or visit them at adcaccounting.com. Maeda Insurance is a family-owned and operated agency specializing in auto, home, and business insurance located in Medford, Massachusetts. They are an independent insurance agency representing many different insurance companies throughout Massachusetts. Their goal is to provide excellent customer service with coverages at an affordable rate. Telephone number 781-395-9700. Stop by today and tell them the Hollywood Kids sent you. They're open from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Monday through Friday at 66 High Street in Medford in the heart of Medford Square. Global Link Language Services, founded in 1996 as a client-centric translation services provider and headquartered in Boston, Global Link has emerged as a leading and trusted provider of a full range of language solutions, including document translations, conference interpretation, website translations, software localization, and multimedia services to hundreds of leading companies and government agencies throughout the world. Global Link is committed to providing the highest quality translation services in the industry at fair and 
competitive rates combined with a deep commitment to superior customer service. Call today at 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com and see why hundreds of leading brands, companies, and U.S. government agencies have put their trust in Global Link Language Services. Global Link Language Services, language solutions for a local world. Call 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com. Folks, if you're constantly on the lookout for that delicious mouth-watering pizza, well, I have just a place for you. Pranzi's Grillin' Pizzeria. Pranzi's uses nothing but their freshest ingredients. Whether you're craving a gourmet pasta dish or a tasty calzone, Pranzi's has you covered. Visit their website today at pranzi's.com and let Pranzi's cater your next party or event. Pranzi's is conveniently located in Medford at 352 Boston Ave. Stop by today or give them a call at 781-395-5005 and tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. 781-395-5005 Paranzi's Grillin' Pizzeria. Hi, this is Robert Davi and you're listening to the hottest show in Boston. Real Talk with the Hollywood Kid, my pal Mike. I do you a favor and take Freddie in when you're having a bad time, and then you try to push me out. Wait a minute. You took Freddie in because the Corleone family bankrolled your casino because the Molinari family on the coast guaranteed his safety. Now, we're talking business. Let's talk business. Yeah, let's talk business, Mike. First of all, you're all done. The Corleone family don't even have that kind of muscle anymore. The Godfather is sick, right? You're getting chased out of New York by Bazzini and the other families. What do you think is going on here? You think you can come to my hotel and take over? I talked to Bazzini. I can make a deal with him and still keep my hotel. And welcome back, folks. Welcome back to Real Talk with the Hollywood Kid. I am Mike Destacio. You're listening to Real Talk right here on AM 1550. Folks, like I said earlier, if you're listening earlier, this is a big honor for me to have Mo Green, Mr. Alex Rocco, on my show today. Um, he's calling. He was gracious enough to call us from all the way from Los Angeles. Uh, a superhuman being. Now, Alex, getting back to before we went to the break, we talked about The Godfather. Now, yeah. a, a lot of people don't know this. Now, like I said, I'm a big Godfather guy. A lot of my buddies, you know, we run lines all the time at the club. You know, we're doing sure. more green sure. stuff all day long. And we like to think. We, we just like to think. And a lot of, I'm sure a lot of listeners out there think they know everything about the Godfather. They know all the behind right. the scenes. They know who was a jerk, who was good, who was bad. Right, 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 right. But there's one thing that people probably don't know, okay? Now, you almost really did lose your eye when you got shot in the eye by the assassins on the massage table, right? Yeah, well, you know, it was close because it wired these two tubes to my body. When the killer came in to shoot my eye out, one tube jetted out a pellet to break the real glass outwardly, immediately followed by a blood pellet. Uh, So it wasn't as dangerous I don't know where you heard that from, Mike. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm trying to make that drama. This is radio. Yo, no, you... no, no, no. That's cool. But if next time you watch that scene, you see me at my right yeah, eye. Yeah, you flinch a little bit. Exactly. Right, right. And anyway, uh, it worked out. I mean, we had no idea. We had trouble from day one. We were supposed to shoot my scene in Vegas, right? Okay. Now, Frank Sinatra didn't like the idea that they likened him to Johnny Fontaine. To, 
So he called Vegas and said, if you want me to sing there anymore, they're not shooting there. Wow. Well, Frank Sinatra's got the clout. Right. We ended up on Staten Island, and, and, and even there we had trouble. Wow. So, so I, I, you know, I said to some of the actors, you know, we're, we're not shooting anything. They're closing us down. Brando doesn't show up the first day. I mean, I had no idea. Yeah, and Coppola is stressing out. And all the studio execs are all over him. He's fighting with them. Yeah, they're, they're on his back. Yeah. You know, get rid of Al Pacino. And why is it Why is it so dark, the lighting, you know, uh, <laughs> that, that Robert Evans uh, wanted to fire everybody? Robert Evans. Yeah, but he was running Paramount at the time. Right, right, right. So, so he didn't have a clue that there was a masterpiece in the making here. Right, I don't think anybody did at the time. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, I think you're right, Mike. It's amazing how it panned out. It really is, um, yeah. because a lot of the a lot of the executives, I understand, from what I understand, they didn't want Michael. They wanted they didn't want Al Pacino because he was more of a Broadway guy. Then he, you know, he started yeah. he had some small roles. But then, from what I what I read, who knows if it's true or not? But when he shot the cop and the other guy, the the name escapes me. But oh, uh, Salazzo. Salazzo, yeah. When he shot Salazzo and McCluskey there, the corrupt cop, yeah. you know, I, from what I read, all the, the crew was like, and he w- dropped the gun and he walked away, and everybody's like, wow, that was terrific. Yeah. You know, and everybody. Took- no, he, he, he's great. He's a gentleman, a cry- very quiet kid. Yeah, he looks it. Yeah, you know, yeah he was just quiet. How was, how was De Niro on set? De Niro was a quiet guy, too, from what I understand. Uh, De Niro, I met in a couple of interviews, but he wasn't in the first. Right, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he, right. he's very shy. Yeah, he's a very shy, timid kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. You give him a compliment, his face turns red. So, yeah. so Mo Green for you for three supposedly supposed to be three days worth of work ends up being the, yeah. the gift that keeps giving. You got it, Mike. We went. My wife and I at the time went from hamburgers to steak. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I go on an interview back to this. And the producer would tell the secretary to get him with the attic first. So I was getting all kinds of work here and there, and it was like Christmas. You know, in so, a lot of a lot of acts, actors, Alex. You know, when they get typecast in that role, I mean, Mo Green was huge typecast. In you know. They don't really work as much after that, you know what I mean? Because they're typecast, you know, like a guy from maybe, right, maybe right, say like right, a Happy right. Days kind of guy. They didn't really work except right. for Ron Howard. You know, they didn't really get a lot of guys get a lot of work. And for you, you right. went on to make like 150 movies after that. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, the guy upstairs was looking over my shoulder. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, uh, I got lucky. I'm grateful. I, uh, I, I appreciate the, appreciate the fact that. You know, I made a living out of out of the business, whether it's voiceover or or comedy or whatever. And uh, I'm 79, and I'm very blessed. Mike. Well, God, God bless you, Alex. God bless you. Yeah. You are uh, you are one of the great actors of all time. So you know, like I said, Mo Green. It kept going and going and going with Mo Green. And um, you know, when you go to a lot of the auditions back then, after Mo Green, you know, a, a lot of the casting directors were like, "The guy out in the lobby there is that the guy from The Godfather? Bring him in here." Right. You know, right. yeah. you, you know, you don't want to toot your own horn, but that's a, that's an a testament to you as an actor. You know what I mean? You, uh, you know, you broke... uh, I think I, I I think I just had angels up there looking yeah. over me. Yeah. You know? I'll, I'll take I whatever I can get, Alex. I'll take whatever yeah. I can get. <laughs> no, I know. No, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Uh, I've been lucky. I don't find acting 
that much of a stretch, but it's fun. I do miss it. I, I've got, <laughs> not going to believe it, i got two horror films coming out. Now, I haven't done. Well, I did one horror film with George Clooney wow. called Return to Horror High. I don't know, maybe 25, 30 Yeah, Return to Horror High, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and now we got uh, the other coming out. I got a movie coming out, Silver Skies, about a bunch of old people getting thrown out of their condos. <laughs> and I'm Valerie Perrine's boyfriend. It's a love thing. And it's very adorable. It's not out yet. And I was the reoccurring role on Magic City, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's dad. And now I'm doing episodes with Matt LeBanc on uh, Showtime. Another local guy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, where's Matt from? Matt is from Newton. He's from Newton, no yes. No kidding. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's from Newton. Next time you see him, Tom, Tom I told you that. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. I yeah. will, Matt. Yeah, he's from yeah. Newton. Yeah. And he'll tell, you yeah, how they, they, he'll tell you about a different language they have in the part of Newton he came from. You'll see it. Right, what is it? Right. Yeah, Newton, yeah. Upper Falls, Newton, yeah. Yep, yeah, 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 Auburndale. Yeah, Auburndale, sure, I remember. So now let's go back to 1973 in the Friends of Eddie Coyle, Robin Mitchum. Oh, Robin film. Mitchum. Now, one of, one of the best cult films around, PDH yeah. directed, and Bob Mitchum was a doll. Wow. Uh, yeah, he, we checked in at the Ritz Hotel, I'll never forget it. I had a scene to do with him the next day. So I called his room and I said, uh, Mr. Mitchum, my name is Alex Rocco. Uh, we have a scene tomorrow. He said, yeah, yeah, kid, what do you need? <laughs> I said, well, I thought maybe we'd work over some lines. He said, sure, meet me at the bar downstairs. Well, I got there with my notes, right? And Bob tore them up and we got drunk. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Robert he, Mitchum. Oh, he, uh, he was the best. Uh, classy guy, fantastic actor, and uh, when I grow up, I want to be like Bob Mitchum. Wow. Yeah, I think we all do. Everybody wants to be like Bob Mitchum and Steve McQueen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Alex, I mean, you've worked with everybody. You've done done voiceover. You've done The Simpsons. I mean, has there anybody, has there been an actor or director that you always wanted to work with, but you never did? Yeah, yeah. I, my favorite actor is Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah, Don, Denzel's the best. I mean, I think he should get eight Academy Awards. Oh. I mean, when you think about Hurricane and, and Bone Collector and all of it, he is... Glory. He is a glory. I mean, he he's the best. He's just really wonderful. I, I would like, before I go to the next planet, I would love to... <laughs> Would love to work with him. You know, when are they going to make a movie about Alex Rocco? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Yeah. No, who knows? But anyways, uh, this has been great, Mike. I've had the time of my life, Mr. Rocco. This has really been great. My friends think I'm like a, like a hero now. Wow, you're interviewing Mo Green. Oh, my God, Mo uh, Green. Yeah, that's yeah, you. I that? bought you. Yeah, I buy you out. You don't buy me You don't me buy out. me out. You know who I am? I was making my bones yeah. when you were still going over cheerleaders. I can't believe I'm yeah. running lines with Mo Green. Yeah. Oh, man. But this has you, been... You thought my brother Fredo, he was banging. God damn it. Wait to do it at time. The player's going to get near a table. What do you want me to do? Once in a while, I got to smack him around. I got to smack him around, yeah. right? Yeah, right. I'm running a business. Yeah, I'm running a business. Right, exactly. This coffee break is being brought to you today by Demet's Donuts. 
For more than 30 years, Demet's has offered the finest in handcrafted donuts and fresh roasted coffees. Demet's serves up a wide variety of his specialty coffees and is the home of the mouth-watering Extreme Breakfast Sandwich. Demet's Donuts was recently featured in Boston Magazine. And like George likes to say, made in the back and sold in the front. Visit them today at 199 Mystic Avenue, Medford. And follow them on Twitter, at symbol Demet's Donuts. And don't forget to tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. That's the Mets Donuts in Medford. Small business owners, ADC Accounting wants you to listen up. How much time and money is payroll processing, tax payments, and bookkeeping costing you? Get the time back. Time to perfect your art. Time to give your customers your absolute best. Get back to doing the things that make your business great and let ADC Accounting do the things that make them great. They process payroll, keep up with your tax payments to avoid costly penalties, and provide professional bookkeeping so you will know where your money is going and where it needs to go. You're in business to succeed. They're in business to help you succeed. ADC Accounting. Numbers you can count on. For a free initial consultation, contact ADC Accounting at 508-419-1116 or visit them at adcaccounting.com. Maeda Insurance is a family-owned and operated agency specializing in auto, home, and business insurance located in Medford, Massachusetts. They are an independent insurance agency representing many different insurance companies throughout Massachusetts. Their goal is to provide excellent customer service with coverages at an affordable rate. Telephone number 781-395-9700. Stop by today and tell them the Hollywood Kids sent you. They're open from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. Monday through Friday at 66 High Street in Medford in the heart of Medford Square. Global Link Language Services, founded in 1996 as a client-centric translation services provider and headquartered in Boston, Global Link has emerged as a leading and trusted provider of a full range of language solutions, including document translations, conference interpretation, website translations, software localization, and multimedia services to hundreds of leading companies and government agencies throughout the world. Global Link is committed to providing the highest quality translation services in the industry at fair and competitive rates combined with a deep commitment to superior customer service. Call today at 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com and see why hundreds of leading brands, companies, and U.S. government agencies have put their trust in Global Link Language Services. Global Link Language Services, language solutions for a local world. Call 617-451-6655 or email at info at languagetranslate.com. Folks, if you're constantly on the lookout for that delicious mouth-watering pizza, well, I have just a place for you. Pranzi's Grillin' Pizzeria. Pranzi's uses nothing but the freshest ingredients. Whether you're craving a gourmet pasta dish or a tasty calzone, Pranzi's has you covered. Visit their website today at pranzi's.com and let Pranzi's cater your next party or event. Pranzi's is conveniently located in Medford at 352 Boston Ave. Stop by today or give them a call at 781-395-5005 and tell them the Hollywood Kid sent you. 781-395-5005 Pranzi's Grillin' Pizzeria. I leave for New York tomorrow. Think about a price. 
Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. Wait a minute, Mo. That's all the time we have for this week, this month, folks. Please join me again on May 16th, folks, at my regular time of 11.30 a.m. That's May 16th. Mark it down in the calendar. I, lo- I want to thank Alex Rocco. He's a super, super guy for joining, joining me today on Real Talk. Mr. Mo Green from The Godfather. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say thank you to the Brady, Brandon, Rich, talent agency for setting up my interview with alex rocco they are super super people very professional and i'd like to give a special thank you to cat thomas for her outstanding professionalism thank you so much guys um continue success for all you guys and we'll see you again here on may 16th at 11:30 a.m check it us out <laughs>